Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters and the Lord, of course, you know who it is. It's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and let me gladly welcome you to this Saturday's episode of our ongoing fellowship with the world. You know it's Saturday, so we're going to do a recap in preparation for tomorrow's service. Amen and amen. Let us say a word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory. We honor you, Father, for everything that you are and what you have done for us and what you are making, what you have made us and where you are bringing us unto. This morning, we acknowledge by faith every good thing that is in us because of Christ. Thank you for the kingdom is within us. Thank you for the joy in our heart. Thank you for the healing in our bodies. We thank you because it's already done. Thank you for the prosperity in our hands. Thank you, King of Glory, for the light in our hearts. We give you all of the praise that all things has worked together for our good. Thank you, King of Glory. We give you all of the praise that now our eyes are seeing who we are and we all have a vision concerning our lives. We thank you, precious Father. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory. Thank you. And everyone who prayed with me this morning will say amen and amen and amen. And since we do a recap on Saturdays, I'm going to go over some key things that I have said this week as a way of reminder. I ask you the question this week, if the presence of God was a feeling or whether it is a knowing. You know what we said? Yes, we can feel something, but the presence of God is more than a feeling. It is a knowing. Praise God. You know that you know that you know that God is good. Again, you know that you know that you know that God is good. That is how God is to you in your life. You retain that knowledge, it becomes the experience of God that you have. Yes, again, you may feel something. I have felt something, and some of you listening may at one time or the other have felt something. But don't forget that God is spirit, and so the consciousness we have about him is where the connection is. And then, and this is another way to help you explain how these things work. For example, Somebody who has a feeling may call it a tangible presence of God because they felt something. But don't forget, that is a reaction of your five senses. The tangible presence of God is that it is actually in the knowing because it stays with you. You don't see it with your eyes. It doesn't shake your body. But it's so tangible that it modifies your life. And it is such knowing that changes us from one level to another. Don't forget, beloved, this gospel is trying to deliver us away from man's nature to God's nature, removing us from human beings to being God beings as we were supposed to be from the beginning. Praise God. And how is that done? It is done in the knowing, in the knowing. This knowing I'm talking about is not knowledge in the head, is that we have come to the place of epignosis, which is that you have an accurate 
an intimate, exact, accurate, and intimate knowledge of God. If you don't know what I mean by this knowing being different, when you say that Mr. Paul knows his wife, you know that that is beyond knowing her name. They have an intimate relationship. When you say that a man knew her, that, that speaks of intimacy. It's not talking about knowing her name or knowing where she comes from. And so when I say knowing, this knowing is beyond the knowing of the head is to have an exact precise and accurate and intimate knowledge of god knowledge of the father that's why brother paul did not pray that you may feel his love he said that you may know his love you may have you may pick no his love you may know the height the depth because it is in that knowing that it modifies your heart and whatever is going on within you shows up on the outside praise god so why am i repeating this this morning remember i told you i think it's this week i was mentioning to you why following these patterns of teaching is very important and is very helpful why because it keeps your mind steady on one thing since december we've been talking about having conceiving or receiving a vision for your life beloved if you have a vision for your life one thing it does that it puts an order you know what fits and what doesn't fit you know where to go and where you should not go even when you step outside you have at least a guideline to come back praise god anything that does not contribute to where you're going to you don't need me to explain to you that it's a distraction praise god anyone and anything that is not contributing to where you're going to you know is a distraction praise god a life without a vision is like having a canoe or a boat on the atlantic ocean just beaten about by every wind of things every trend and things you know people try to define your life for your friend if I say this in a contemporary language, this is about defining your life. Praise God. And like I said, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. We are just about to begin in the way God wanted us to begin. Praise God. The way he wanted us to function from the very beginning. Amen and amen. So let me move on this morning and read the scripture that I read. One of the scriptures that I read this week, Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14. It's very important because... The more your eyes open, the more you see that everything vibrates. Let me use the word vibration now. Everything vibrates or acts according to the level of their consciousness, according to the level of their awareness. Let me say that everything behaves according to the level of your awareness. For example, a man who has a very lower, a very low quality level of consciousness is such a man who will try to rape a lady that is something an animal should do just understand now now this is not about calling things good or evil no i'm trying to place things the way so that you can read it very well someone who vibrates as at a lower very very lower quality consciousness may engage in such as think about it that man may be a rich man that man may be a poor man that man may be a pastor, he may be a priest, he may be a father, he may be a very professional man, he may be a poor man, it doesn't matter. But their level of consciousness is still at the animalistic level where they can engage in such arts. Now, you can't fix that man until you, you raise up his level of consciousness to another place. Praise God. Until you do that, so the teaching, uh, the teaching of Christ is supposed to raise our consciousness from where we are falling so deep down, 
and raise it up, we start going. Some people will have to be delivered from animalistic tendencies and continue to raise them up to the human level and then raise them up to the God level. Praise God. And that's what this message is supposed to do to free us up from every awareness, every level of operating, everything vibrates or acts or responds according to the consciousness they are operating, according to the awareness they have. And that awareness is comes from understanding, knowledge, and revelation. Praise God. For example, I use this example all the time. If somebody should call you stupid, just listen to this. If somebody should say to you, you are very stupid, you're a very stupid man, or you're a very stupid woman, the way you respond, it, it will, will be determined by the level of your awareness and consciousness. So if you are the one that, uh, that by, by that opting now, words of men affect you very badly you may react with anger right and and again i'm not saying that it's bad or good or terrible or evil you responded according to the level of your awareness and listen to me carefully that level of awareness came because of other factors that has gone on in your life right now but if you have a higher level of awareness god level of awareness god level of thinking, God level of minding, God level of control, you will look at that man and know that that man needs help. Anyone that will look at you and say that you're stupid, that fellow needs help. Now watch this. There is no place for anger. It's not like you are fighting to control anger. It's not like you are trying to be anger, but you try to hold yourself. No. When you lead that man that way, that, that means you have a higher level of consciousness above that person. Praise God. I'm saying this because wherever I am now, whatever I do, the way I respond to things comes from my level of awareness, my level of consciousness. Praise God. That is what I'm reacting now. And then don't forget, I've said this over and over. You know it is true that every tree must produce according to itself, according to its kind. So the consciousness I have within me, the awareness I have within me, the level of light I have within me is what rules my life, is what dictates actually how I respond to things. Praise God. Now, I read Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14. It says, Yet, how much more will the sacred blood of Messiah thoroughly cleanse our conscience? Remember that these are two different things. Consciousness is awareness. Conscience is your moral compass. Let me put it that way. Conscience is a person's moral sense of right or wrong. Just follow me now. This will make more sense. Conscience is a person's moral sense of right or wrong. So it's supposed to be a guide to your behavior, right? Or you can say that conscience is the feeling that you know and should do what is right and should avoid what is wrong. And that makes you guilty. Just listen to this. Again, let me redefine what conscience means. I was talking about consciousness, which is a level of awareness. Understand this? Which is a level of awareness. And then I'm using the word conscience. They are two different things. So let's define two of them clearly. Now, conscience has to do with your moral sense of right or wrong. You know that you, you should choose right and live wrong. And then it's supposed to be, supposed to act as a guide to your behavior. I, I think you have had somebody says, I, I follow your conscience or this man doesn't have a conscience at all at all. What they are talking about is that this man has lost, lost his moral sense of right or wrong or we can say that conscience is the feeling that you know and should do what is right listen to this you know and you should do what is right 
and avoid what is wrong. So when you do what is wrong, knowing what right should have been, what does it do? That makes you feel guilty. If you feel guilty, that brings a sense of condemnation, right? Now, those of you who advance, who have understood the gospel a little bit more, you will know where this is coming from, right? Because this is coming from the knowledge of good and evil. When man received that knowledge of good and evil, it was conscience that was planted in him. That means it's like a guide that tells you, oh, this is right, choose right, and then don't choose wrong. But when you choose wrong, which many people do, which many of us fall into many times, now that little thing inside of you starts to blame you, even when nobody has blamed you, even when nobody saw what you did, but you but you can live days, weeks, months, years feeling this sense of guilt. And this sense of guilt, what does it do? It condemns you and condemnation kills. Don't forget. Now, let's go back to the scripture. Hebrews 9, 14 says... Yet, how much more with the sacred blood of the Messiah thoroughly cleans our consciences? Of course, for everybody. Why will he clean it, beloved? Why will he clean it? Why will he clean your moral sense of right or wrong? Because that moral sense of right or wrong came from the knowledge of good and evil. So that means all the time you are judging things. Not only are you judging yourself, you're judging the society, you're judging everyone. And that is not what it is supposed to be. Now, rather than a moral sense of right or wrong, we have an awareness of God in our heart. We have the presence, the light. Don't forget the presence, the knowing of God in our life. And so the way we judge things, the way we look at things is no longer guided by moral sense of right or wrong. It's guided by who God is. For example, when somebody does something wrong, if we, when somebody does something that is considered wrong, if we judge by the level of wrong and bad, good or evil, what should follow is punishment. Yes, okay, that's how the systems of the world is built. But think about it, that fellow also needs help, praise God. And let me tell you why I'm saying all this. It is very crucial that you and I, and, and, and hopefully I will talk about this more as we go into the new year, you and I detach ourselves completely from what was not supposed to be there. Today, why do people have problem believing what we are saying? Because they are judging God also from the moral sense of right or wrong. Praise God. That's what's going on. They are judging God from the knowledge of good and evil. Now, when you rise above this knowledge and come to the place of consciousness in God, the way you read things change. The way you look at things change. The way you perceive things change. For example, let's take yourself. In this awareness now, in this consciousness now, you are no longer counting all the failures of your past. You are no longer counting all the mistakes you have ever made in your life. You have never. You are no longer counting all the times you said, I will not do it again, you did it. You are not counting all the things that you know, that your conscience is imprinting you. No, you are no longer counting that because you, you understood now. You have an understanding now. That you have been elevated to a higher consciousness. Praise God. And that consciousness looks at everything that, ha that has happened as a state of reality at that time. And that state of reality you operated in, there's a lot of things that contributed to it. There's a lot of things that made you choose what you choose or acted the way you acted or did the things that you did. So right now, you are now go going into a higher level of consciousness. So you're not judging yourself based on right or wrong or based on only what your eyes can see. 
you can look and see a new you emerging. Praise God. And this new you in the eyes of Christ is perfect, is pure, is holy. Now, let me bring this down to you. Have you seen that if you keep operating with conscience, right? The moral conscience, the moral guide of right or wrong. You and I can never call ourselves pure or perfect. You know that. I don't have to prove that to you. You can never say you're pure or perfect. You can never call yourself holy. No, but this consciousness is removed. Oh God, don't forget, this consciousness, uh, sorry, this conscience, this moral guide of right and wrong was never there in the beginning. In fact, that's what made Adam and Eve to run away from God. Don't forget, I ask this question all the time. Before that day, were they always naked before God? Yes. Was God, did God see them naked? Yes. Did they appear and stay in the presence of God naked? Yes. Did God complain? No. Did Adam and Eve complain? No. Did, did, did the trees in the garden complain? No. Did animals complain? No. Did heaven and earth complain? No. But once they received the moral right, moral sense of right or wrong, now they saw themselves that they are no longer good enough to stay with God. And it put fear inside their heart. So what did it, what did it make? They had a sense of guilt and they ran away from God. Notice that God never ran away from them. Notice that God never changed his behavior towards them. He kept coming for them. He kept looking for them just as he did in the previous encounters. Praise God. So what am I telling you this morning? My brothers and sisters, follow this message carefully level by level. You don't have to struggle. It will lift you up to a higher level of consciousness. And in that awareness, in that understanding, in that light, you cannot see a better picture of your life. You have a better understanding that you are one with God, that you are perfect, holy, pure, righteous. You are the answer people are looking for. You are the blessing. You are not, you are not chasing blessings. Now you are the blessing. When people look for blessing, it is you that they are calling. Praise God. Don't forget, beloved. You see all these things we talk about, you know, that's what the world is looking for, right? You know, that's what everybody's looking for, right? Uh, people are looking for people who are dependable, people who are reliable, people who they can trust. So what you are doing here is reposition yourself toward the world once. Praise God. Amen and amen. And beloved, when you start to see this picture now, you are vibrating. Let me say this way. People in quantum physics will say that it's a, it's a higher level of vibration of energy. You are vibrating on a different level. That means what comes out of you is peace. What comes out of you is joy. What comes out of you is success. What comes out of you is faith. What comes out of you is patience at all times. Praise God. Are these things not the quality that everybody's looking for and praying for? Praise God. Beloved, I've said many things this morning because I'm trying to kind of put all that we said within the week in one place. But don't forget, beloved, every thing is designed to produce according to its kind make the tree tree good the fruit will be good my teaching is not designed to force fruit out from you or to demand fruit from you no my teaching is designed to make your tree good if your tree is good becomes good 
by default, you will bear good fruit. You will see yourself love like never before. You will see yourself more patient towards things and people. You will see yourself more confident. You will see yourself everything that has to do with desperation or depression or all those things completely eliminated from your life. Like one of my sons was sharing in church last Sunday. He said, well, pastor, I used to lie before. I used to just find a way to lie to make myself look good and stuff like that. But ever since I've been exposed to this doctrine, he says, well, I don't have. Now I see myself, listen to this. I see myself as why should I lie to somebody? Notice that. It's not whether if you lie, you will die. You will die. No, why should you lie? That means you are not vibrating or operating or functioning at a higher level of consciousness. Why will you lie to somebody? And let me tell you this. Anything, a man cannot be tempted by something he doesn't need. When you see that you have no need for that, there's no need doing it at all, at all. You see, and this is how people's life are altered, completely changed. You that used to be afraid, you that, you that used to be so desperate, you've not come to a place of peace. Why you ask yourself, why should I even worry? Praise God. Friend, this is what is supposed to be and that's how life is supposed to run. Like I've said many times, you know that the decisions you take out of pity, out of worry, out of fear are, are barely good decisions. But when you decide things from the place of peace, you are guaranteed the same peace in that decision and choices. Praise God. Amen. And amen. Let me stop here. I will come back to you again tomorrow. Hopefully, you get the message at the end of the service in the afternoon. Please enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your holidays. Take out time. Use this time of the holidays to go over this message over and over so that you imagine, so that the new you is imagined completely. Praise God. Amen. And amen. Today, don't forget that you have been served. It's now your turn to go ahead and serve as many as you can. Have a very wonderful weekend. Shalom.